0: Well, good morning, and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. Hallelujah. You know, this is a tremendous Thursday, and we're excited about it. And today, on today's call, we're going to discuss, hallelujah, we're going to discuss, oh, here I am. I lost my page there for a second. Today we're going to talk about, we're going to conclude, how much money is enough. So today's program's entitled, Do You Have Enough Money to Do What God Wants You to Do? See, over the past two days we've discussed the first eight keys to understanding how much money is enough. Here's a brief review. Number one, God requires you to have enough money to be truly joyful when you tithe. Deuteronomy 26, 11, and 12. And thou shalt rejoice in every good thing which the Lord thy God hath given unto thee and into thine house, when thou hast made an end of tithing of all tithes of thine increase. God says that we must be in an attitude of rejoicing when we tithe. Number two, God requires you to have enough money to be able to adequately do your part to spread the gospel of Jesus throughout the whole world. Acts 1.8, as the word truly teaches, it says, You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses of me, both simultaneously in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria to the most parts of the earth. Number three, God requires you to have enough money to contribute toward a better than average standard of living if you are minister. 1 Timothy 5, 17 and 18. 1 Timothy 5, 17 and 18. Pastors who do their work, well, should be paid well and should be highly appreciated, especially those who work hard at both preaching and teaching. For the scripture says, Never tie the mouth of an ox when it's treading out grain; Let him eat as he goes along. And in another place, those who work, their pain. Number four, God requires you to have enough money to properly provide for those of your own house. Genesis 26 25. 26, 25. He built in an altar there and called upon the name of the Lord and pitched his tent there, and there Isaac's servants digged as well. Isaac's first act was to build an altar, seeing to the things of God before anything else. Afterwards, he took care of his family by pitching a tent. <laughs> Last of all, he took care of his vocation. Hallelujah. His servants dug a well, for he was a well there by trade. God requires you to have enough money to give good gifts to your children. Matthew 7.11 7, 11. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, How much more shall your Father which is in heaven give you good things? Number six, God requires you to have enough money to have a good savings account. Deuteronomy 28, 1 and 5. 28, 1 and 5. It shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and do all his commandments. Thou shalt be, well, blessed shalt thou bask in and thy store be. Number seven, God requires you to have enough money to fund a proper retirement plan. Proverbs six six through eight. Proverbs six six through eight. Go to the end, thy sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Which having no guide overseer or ruler, provideth her meat in summer, gathereth her food in the harvest. Number eight. God requires you to have enough money to pay all your bills in a timely manner. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 2 and 5. 28, 2 and 5. And all these blessings shall come on thee and shall overtake thee. Thou shalt hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shall thou bask in thy store. Well, now we're going to conclude this teaching. It's taken us three days, but we didn't want to rush through it. Number nine, God requires you to have enough money to pay your taxes. In Matthew 22, 17, 22, 17, the hypocrites, the legalists, confronted Jesus. They tried to trap him with the question, is it lawful to give tribute, pay taxes to Caesar? These, Jesus knew it was a true question. So he asked to see the coin they used to pay the tax. When they showed it to him he inquired, whose picture is on this coin? answered, it's Caesar's picture. Jesus replied in Matthew 22:21 21 by saying, Render therefore unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's. This verse answers everything we need to know about our obligation to pay taxes. Jesus says to pay them. Number ten, God requires you to have enough money to never have to borrow to live. Two verses come to mind when I think about borrowing money. First, Luke 16, 13, 16, 13. No servant can have two masters. either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And then verse compared that to Proverbs 22, 7, 22, 7, which says, The borrower is a servant to the lender." Your Bible says borrowing makes you a servant to the lender. The Bible also tells you that as a servant of the lender, you will not be able to properly serve God. Now, therefore, you're over you're overwhelmed by this statement. I must bring your attention that God has a miracle solution to assist those who desire to be debt-free. I will not attempt to teach you how to get out debt on this call. However, I have a book entitled My Debt. Debt, I'm sorry, Debt Determines Your Environment. It's a great book. Debt Determines Your Environment. You need a step-by-step on how to become debt-free. If you go to HaroldHerring.com, you can order from our store us at right the ministry. It's a great book. Practical and scriptural. Number 11, God requires you to have enough money to give generously to the poor. This responsibility will never end. For Jesus said the poor would always be among us. Mark 14 7, 14, 7, For you have the poor with you always. Not only will the poor always be among us, Jesus goes on to tell us, and he leaves it up to us, how often we help them. Scripture says, whensoever you will, you may do them good. Our Lord does not specify a percentage of your income that you should give to the poor. He simply says, You are to help them as often as you will. It's totally up to you how much of your income you make available to the poor. With this information comes some good news, well, as well as some bad news. First, the good news. Proverbs 19.17 19, 17. He that hath pity upon the poor lendeth unto the Lord. That's which he giveth, will he pay him again. In this verse, We see two very important things about giving to the poor. First, a gift to the poor is actually a loan to God. Second, God promises to pay you back the money you give to the poor. Isn't that just like our Lord? To put up his own good name for those who have no assets. Now the bad news found in Proverbs 21.13. Who stoppeth his ears at the cry of the poor? He shall also cry himself, but not be heard. When we turn a deaf ear to the cry of the poor, we automatically set a negative force in motion. If we do not assist the poor when they cry for help, we will face a time when we will need help in our own lives. The Bible goes on to say that when your time of need arises, no one will hear your cry. Sounds to me like we should be given to the poor. Which you do if you support this ministry. Because we support organizations that feed the do more. Well, it does more than feed the poor. Well, you know, it also spreads the gospel. And we also are part of making pure water ava- available, where there is none. Number twelve. God requires you to have enough money to lend to our brother who asked. This financial requirement is probably the biggest one. Jesus ever gave to his children. After 25 years of walking in the benefits, seed time and harvest, I thought I would be arriving at a point where I had enough money to do everything God required of me. Ever after realizing the magnitude of that requirement, I had to start sowing more than ever before. For it's become obvious to me, and to Evan and I both, that we need much more Money than what we have. I want to share with you several verses that really kind of staggered me, and I hope they'll be as important to you when you hear them. Hallelujah. Jesus plainly says that his children should have enough money to lend to believers who ask. Now, listen carefully to the following instruction found in Deuteronomy 15 7 verses 8 and 11. It says, if there be among you a poor man, one of the brethren, within any of the gates in the land, which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not harden thy heart, not shut thine hand from the poor brother. But thou shalt open thy hand wide unto him, and thou shalt surely lend to him sufficient, sufficient for his need and that which he wanted. For the poor shall never cease out of the land. Therefore I command thee, saying, Thou shalt open thy hand unto thy brother, to the poor, and to the needy in the land. The scripture is talking about lending to, living to a brother. According to Strong's Concordance, Hebrew word for brother, is H. 251. H. 251. And it simply means brother of the same parents, half-brother, same father, relative, kinship, or same tribe. Fellow Christians are of the same drive. The Hebrew word for lend is actually defined as to lend with security. The larger meaning of this verse is to be generous to the poor. When you consider these divine directives, it becomes extremely difficult to determine exactly how much money you'll actually need to properly pay for these 12 financial requirements that God gives to every believer. But the Bible is clear. God expects us to have enough money to live debt-free, time joyfully, help evangelize the world, provide a good lifestyle for our pastor, take care of our family, give gifts to our children, have a proper savings account, fund your retirement plan, pay your bills on time, keep your taxes up to date, give generously to the poor, and lend money to those who ask to borrow. Now, we know how much money is enough. And by the way, You need to have an attitude that when you loan money to somebody, that if they pay you back, that's fine. But if they don't, that's fine too. Think about that. Ask God about it. Well, until tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern, God bless you. Happy trails. And we want you to keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. Hallelujah and amen. Well, until tomorrow, we'll talk to you then.